I, I didn't know if he's going to need to preach this morning or tonight, but the Lord let us know this morning that, that we have to stand and call on him for tonight. So, son, you come right on. You just mind the Lord, I like to say good evening to everybody. Thankful for everything that's already been said and done. Goes right along with what the Lord's had on our heart. Hands by with us. Hands know the fear that it is to stand. It's it's not easy for this flesh to stand, but when God comes by, when He lays something on your heart and He stands this old feller, and I get to go to that refuge and, and Yens just by with us a little while. But when I'm in that refuge there is no more fear. I know that I'm safe in, in, in refuge in Him. And if you have Yen's Bible, Yen's Bible with us, we're going to read the whole cha- first chapter of the book of Ruth. Uh, the Lord has, has laid a few thoughts on our heart over the last couple of weeks. We've tried to study it some and read it, and it just seems like the Lord just kept bringing it back to us uh, there today. And, and believe it or not, uh, I knew this morning that the Lord was going to that he had already laid me on Dean's heart. I already knew. I was already scared this morning in the flesh, but I knew God would deliver us. He unjust just bear with us a little bit that we would be obedient of that that God has laid on our heart, uh, that we would just do that that God leads us to do and me to stay completely out of it, that God would deliver that as He sees fit to each one of us and for us each one to be willing to set our flesh aside and accept that that God sends to us and not try to put it off on somebody else, but to make it personal as it truly is for each one of us. Here we're going to read about Ruth uh, as they left and went down to a different country to Moab and they abided there for a while and how that they, she lost some things in her life. But ain't she glad that, that Naomi remembered back of home, Bethlehem, Judah, uh, where she had refuge in one, where she knew that God was and she and we'll read it in just a second, but she thought in herself and said uh, that God had dealt bitterly with her, but it wasn't that God done it to her. Uh, Naomi and her family had done it to themselves when they left the place of refuge. And that's the thought that God has had on our heart a lot in this, is she was the one that left refuge, the shelter in her life, and she went out and she seen things begin to happen that she didn't like, uh, things that she didn't want to happen. She lost her husband and her sons, uh, but she come to a place where she remembered what it was like in the shelter, in the refuge of God, and she knew if she would just get back to Him that she would have that same shelter, that same refuge in Him. Uh, she knew if she would just get back to Him, and that's the thought on our heart tonight, is when we get out in this world, uh, when we get out of the will of God in ourselves, and yes, we do it, we each one, uh, but when we get in that place for us not to tarry there, but remember how good it is in the refuge of God, and instead of us turning our backs on Him and saying, I'll do what I please to do, if we would just turn back and go back to the very one that saved us to begin with. We all face things in this life, and, and those things that you'll face that I've not, things I will that you won't, but we each one have this refuge in our lives if we've been born again. It's our job to stay there. Uh, we can get out and wander. We can get out and do the things we choose to, but there's consequences in all that we do. 
And we better gird up if we choose to do so because it's a long, hard road to hoe if you'll have it when we go out there. It was preached about this morning and I'm not preaching on it. I enjoyed that. It blessed me. And it went right along with what God had already had on our hearts. Is when we get out, there's some things that's going to happen when we're not willing to go back to the refuge or reverence or realize that we truthfully need Him. And there's things that will begin to get stripped out of our life, our joy, how maybe the things that we enjoy to do, we won't be able to study like we once did. We won't be able to pray and we will be miserable, miserable, miserable until God comes back and offers us a chance of repentance. Young's bear with us just a little bit. I know this is quite a bit of reading, but I'd feel led to read this whole chapter. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land, and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. And the name of the man was Elamelech, and the name of his wife, Naomi, and the name of his two sons, Mahlon and Chilion, Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah. And they came into the country of Moab and continued there. And Elamelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left, and her two sons. And they took them wives of the women of Moab, and the name of the one was Orphah, and the name of the other was Ruth. And they dwelled there about ten years. And Mahlon and Chilion died also, both of them. And the woman was left of her two sons and her husband. Then she arose with her daughters-in-law that she might return from the country of Moab. For she had heard in the country of Moab how that the Lord had visited his people in giving them bread. And, and this is the place. It's sad that it took this much for Naomi to realize what she had in the shelter. What she had back home and where God was blessing in that country and giving His people bread. Uh, but that's the way that a lot of us do. And I'm not just saying one. And you understand, by witness, we're not trying to be harsh, but it's serious, church, that we abide by the Word of God, that we be serious about it, that we do seek refuge in Him because you and I cannot do this alone. If we do, it will be the same as Naomi and we'll begin to lose things that we love. We'll lose, um, we'll lose our testimony is one of the things we can lose by the way that we live our lives. We'll lose the ability to be able to reach heaven and pray to God except through repentance. And there's many things that you and I can lose in this life, but there's never one thing you'll lose if you stay in the refuge. Wherefore she went forth, in seventh verse, wherefore she went forth out of the place where she was and her two daughters-in-law with her, and they went on the way to return unto the land of Judah. And Naomi said unto her two daughters-in-law, Go return each to her mother's house. The Lord deal kindly with you as ye have dealt with the dead and with me. The Lord grants you that ye may find rest, each of you, in the house of her husband. Then she kissed them, and they lifted up their voice and wept. And they said unto her, Surely we will return with thee unto thy people. And Naomi said, Turn again, my daughters. Why will ye go with me? Are there yet any more sons in my womb that they may be your husbands? Turn again, my daughters, go your way, for I am too old to have an husband. 
if I should say I have hope, if I should have an husband also tonight, and should also bear sons, would ye tarry for them while they were grown? Would ye stay for them from having husbands? Nay, my daughters, for it grieveth me much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord is gone out against me. And they lifted up their voice and wept again, and Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clave unto her. And she said, Behold, thy sister-in-law is gone back unto her people and unto her gods. Return thou after thy sister-in-law. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. When she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, then she left speaking unto her. So they too went unto the, until they came to Bethlehem, and it came to pass when they were come to Bethlehem, that all this city was moved about them, and they said, Is this Naomi? And she said unto them, Call me not Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. I went out full, and the Lord hath brought me home again empty. Why then call ye me Naomi? Seeing the Lord hath testified against me, and the Almighty hath afflicted me. So Naomi returned, and Ruth the Moabitess, her daughter-in-law with her, which returned out of the country of Moab. And they came to Bethlehem in the beginning of barley harvest. And that is, if properly read, the Word of God. And I begin to think, here on Naomi, how that Naomi went out, how that things may have looked good there for a little bit, and then her husband died. And no doubt that was a sign because uh, in the first bit of tribulation, there was a famine that come up. And church, I want us to understand something. If God be our helper and allow us to bring out what He has shown you and I, in the first bit of tribulation in our Christian walk of life, don't turn and run to another country. Don't try to find refuge in something that you know won't work. Something uh, that has never been tested, that's not been tried or true. Uh, because as the Word of God says that you and I would be tried by fire, but that we've been much more precious to know children of God through the Spirit of God and through the anointing, through the refuge in Jesus Christ, you and I can withstand uh, everything that comes up against us. Uh, but if we turn and try to find refuge in something else, other than in the very one that saved our soul, I think we will be as Naomi as any other. We will be consumed in this world and we will lose things. How that means something to us. We will lose the ability to walk with God as we once did. How that thanks be unto God the same as Naomi. And He'll come back to you and I and offer us a chance of repentance and let us remember how good it is at the Father's house. And I thought a lot about that church. You're looking at one that run just as hard as he could. I didn't want to surrender to the calling God had given me. I wanted to get as far away from it because I know what I'm worthy of, church. I'm a thanks be unto God. It's not me. I just stands and preaches the Word of God. I am nothing more than a vessel that God uses for His honor and glory that He would deliver. I, but I still have to be obedient to it and seek 
the same refuge. We're, we're going to read that one verse. And bear with us. Lord brought it to our hearts there. And I don't want to ever try to do anything that's of myself. Now we're going to read the first verse of the 46th chapter of the book of Psalms. We mention this refuge a lot. But I want us to understand truly who this refuge is. First verse of the 46th chapter of Psalms. The word of God says. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Amen to God children. I want us to realize something. That in ourselves we can do nothing. We would do the same. We do the same as Naomi done here. But there comes a point in our life. If we do choose to get out of the refuge of God. When we forget uh, just exactly how strong God is in our life. And how important He is. And we turn and do what's pleasing to us. Uh, when there's a family. And I've been at church. You want to look out for your family. I do the same thing with mine. I want to make sure they're taken care of. But the best place for us to take care of our family. The best place for us to take care of our burdens. And our objects is in the refuge of Jesus. Jesus Christ, that sacrifice that He paid, how the blood that was shed, the one that covered mine and your sins, the same as it did them, there is a refuge there, church, that cannot be taken by this world, that cannot be harmed by Satan, and cannot be robbed of us, but you and I, it's our duty as children of God to be steadfast in it. We can't expect Him to do it for us. We have to make that choice the same as Naomi. But they kind of, and my mind goes back a lot to the woman that Elijah went to. It's easy, church, to want to give up and say, well, I'll just eat the last cup of milk, the last little cake and drink, the last little bit of water, and then we're going to lay down and go to sleep and die. But when Elijah come, because God had sent him, and he said to the woman, he said, how to make him a cake first and that the vial would never run dry. And God proved himself that is refuge in trusting in Jesus. Christ, when they're going to get tough, church, just dig in a little bit deeper, trust a little more. I know it's been talked about and preached a lot lately, but it seems like God is laying on my heart more and more each time that I read the Word of God. I to fully put our confidence in Him. I'm not leaving any bit of it out, but to fully accept that it's going to be through and by Him and not us. Because if it's by me, church, I'll let you down. If it's only my confidence in myself, I wouldn't be here tonight. I'd be at the house. I'd lay down and take me a nap because this body's tired. It's not always the easiest thing raising a newborn. He's fussy. He wakes up. He's hungry. He's ready to eat. Maybe I don't get the most sleep. But children of God, we have lost people that is dying and going to hell. Except you and I show them the refuge that there is in Jesus Christ. Why do you think that Ruth wanted to go with Naomi? Why do you think she clave to her? Because in Naomi's life somewhere, Ruth seen the refuge that she had in her own city. Same way with the prodigal son. How he went to a foreign country and made a citizenship, and he was in the hall body and saw him out of the hall. How many he remembered what it was like in his father's house? How many times in the church that we get out of the will of God and we just keep running, and there comes a time when we remember what it's like at our father's house. And all the things that we thought we wanted. 
becomes so unimportant anymore because we remember how much we had it made at the Father's house. We see the churches, the numbers dwindling, the numbers going down. You you, you won't catch hardly our, our lost people coming in. And why is that? Because they don't realize the refuge that there is in God. Why is that? Because you and I have left the refuge and we're trying to pave our own paths. They mentioned it there earlier about the sixth chapter of Jeremiah, those old paths. It said to seek ye out the old paths. And when you find them to walk there in these more church than just us looking for the refuge, it's more than just us seeing and saying, all right, I found it. Oh, there's an action there. We have to walk there in. They can't see us act like the church. They have to see you and I be the church. It's important, church. You remember over there about those, even those which seem feeble or necessary. All the times we try to categorize things and say, well, because I'm this one, it don't matter what I do. Naomi followed her husband, and as soon as they got down there, her husband died. But what did she do? She continued there around 10 years. And then what happened? Her, both of her sons died. And then she come to her senses and realized what she had back at Bethlehem, Judah, where the bread was being delivered out to God's people. What was he doing? He was strengthening them. He was helping them. It's right here goes so much deeper than just carnally feeding them. Children of God, when you seem, how when it seems like there's a family in your life, just get back to the Father's house. Go back to the place of refuge for there. There is an abundance of food. However, we'll never go home. We'll never thirst, but we'll have everything we need to conquer what we face in this world, no matter what comes against us. I even said a lot about the devil causing us to do things. And church, that's not so. How you want to know who draws you and I away from God? It's still mine and your own lust. How we are drawn away of our own lust and enticed. It's me that gets me away from God. I give too much credit to Satan as it is. Our children is no bigger. Then what I allow him to be when I leave the refuge of the Father's house. But in him, that's the thing about God. The mercy that he had is when we get out of the will of God, thanks be unto God, be nice, he don't leave me there. He don't say, well, he done it to himself, he's no longer worthy. When he hung between heaven and earth and cried out in his finish, when he made the salvation perfect over there, when he accomplished all that he was set to accomplish, he didn't leave not a one out, and he didn't just leave me out the first time that I sinned. Now that's not for me and you to go out and do as we please and just think that it's going to be all hunky-dory when we come back. There is consequences. If you remember, we had mentioned that. And they only left, and at first it may seem like things was going well. And then her husband died. And no doubt that was hard for her to face. I couldn't imagine losing my life. She means too much to me. I need her in my life. God placed her in my life to be my helpmate and me to be hers. It's going to take both of us working together, putting God first in our life. But children of God, when one thing gets taken away, her husband died. No doubt how hard that would have been for her to have faced. I wonder if she wanted to give up in those moments and say it ain't no longer worth it. 
Think of the woman over there I mentioned that Elijah went to. She had one last bit of meal for the cake and a little pitcher of water for her and her son. They was going to eat it. They had done said, this is all we've got. There is no more hope. And then, I know, no doubt, Naomi, she continued down there about ten more years. And then she lost both of her sons. And she says over in the last part of this chapter that she left full, but that the Lord brought her home again empty. Children of God, if you and I become empty, it ain't because of God. It's because of me. Anytime I've ever been out of the will of God, it's been because of Isaac. It's my doings that has caused that. But there's consequences to face. Hey, if I do something in my life that I know is not of God, if I choose to do what I please to and not obey the voice of God or the Spirit of God, if I do what I please and I get out in sin and then God allows me to repent and I come back, there are still consequences for what I've done. It was mentioned this morning in Sunday school. If I was to do what I was supposed to all the time, imagine how many of our objects may very well be here tonight. Imagine how much closer I could be to God if I was just willing to abide in the refuge. Children, that's the only way that you and I can go through this life. God delivered it this morning to hearken unto Him. If not, there's some things we'll lose. Children of God, He has backed it once again. Maybe we didn't hear it this morning. I don't know nobody's heart. But children of God, don't you think it's time that we get serious with God? That we get serious with our salvation? That we do earnestly seek out our own salvation with fear and trembling? Because I'll tell you this, I won't get to heaven because of Mark Carver's salvation. Her being nice is her my dear wife Savannah Woody's. I will get there because God made it personal to me and he saved Isaac Woody. And in that I'm responsible for myself. Now Naomi followed her husband, but it wasn't her husband. It'll be she got there because of Naomi. It won't be because of Elimelech or because of Malon or Chiliad or, or Orpah or Ruth. It's because of Naomi. The same as it is us. We can't expect to scrape by on everybody else's salvation. You want to know, church, why it's so easy anymore for me? And I'm not being mean. Don't you think I am? God be my helper never to do so. But you want to know why so many people can come in for a little while and just turn and go back? Because they're living everybody else's salvation. Do we want to see our children saved? Do we want to see our aunts, our uncles, our cousins, our neighbors? Do we want to hear of lost people being saved all across our nation? And you and I are going to have to get serious in our own lives. I can't seek refuge for you or nobody else. It has to be personal with me. Yeah. It would do no good for Corver if I went to an hour for you. It wouldn't do no good, young man, if I went to an hour because of you. 
This last week, you got baptized and joined into this church. It's your salvation. You're expected to walk the same walk that everybody else does. Clinging to this refuge, church. Things not always easy. It's not always a bit of roses. But you want to know what it is? It's worth it. This shelter is worth it. That that we're walking toward, that that we heard about, we're sheltered in God's arms. We read over in the 46th chapter of Psalms, He is our refuge. It's not in man. Children of God, we're walking toward the same God. To be obedient to an Almighty God and give it all for us. That you and I are made joint heirs through the bloodshed of his But we each one have burdens in We each one have tribulations to face. We each one have things that we're going to have to face. The same as the three Hebrew children that was mentioned in by Colonel Pereira. They was into a fiery furnace thrown in. One that was washed so hot that it killed the guards as they threw them in. And they was his champions. But those three Hebrew children come out with even, without even the smell of smoke on them. Why? Because they had refuge in Almighty God. The same with the prodigal son. He went down and joined up children of God. He knew it was like the father's house. He was raised there. He'd been around his whole life. And he asked the father, he said, give me my portion. Then I may do with it. And what did he do? He took off doing all manner of things. But you want to know something? He wasn't the only one that was at fault. The brother that was at the father's house the whole time. Children of God, you can sit on the church pews your whole entire life, but until it's personal with you and it's made known in your own life, you can be as that brother, have everything right at your fingertips, and still miss out. He was there. He had everything that the brother had. He had everything that the father had. But he never sought refuge. And in fact, he got mad. He asked him, he said, Father, I've been here this whole time and you've not given to me a fatty child. But what did the father say? He said, This my brother was lost, but now is he found. Children of God, those that are out there that's lost, are we in a place of refuge? that we can seek them out until they're found? Or are we as the brother and have our minds so turned off of it and turned on to everything else but what it should be that we're so unconcerned? Do you see the unbelief that's in America today, church? There's things going on that homesickened me to the core. These youngins, they're out here in the church. Children of God, what do they have to look up? They have to see you and I in the refuge. They have to see us remembering how good it is at the Father's house. They only come to a place in her life where she's seen that she had lost everything naturally. But she remembered what it was like at the, at the Father's house. 
at home. And she knew church if she could just get back there. She began, she sought out the journey. Boy, she wanted to get back home. She knew that God was there. Children of God had waited for God that we belong to him. That, that, that the road that we're taking, that it's not worth it. Have we remembered what it's like at the Father's house and decided that we're no longer going to do that, that we see fit, but that we just want to get back to Him? I love what our Ordain mentioned this morning about David. He didn't just want to get back to where he had been. Church, any time I get out of the will of God, I don't just want to go back to where I was. I want to keep going. Why? Because of that young man. That young man, that young man, that young man. These youngins that have never darkened the doors of the church because mom and daddy won't go. Because granny and grandpa don't go. For them is why I want to live it. Why I want to stay in this refuge. So that I can call out and say it's safe in here. When all the storms of this world are raging, they can realize that there is a refuge in an almighty God. Even when Satan is seeking to devour that that he may devour, he can't touch me when I'm at the Father's house. And I encourage you to read these other chapters of Ruth. There's not many, I think, three or four. But Ruth goes out. They went right at the beginning of the barley harvest. And they met Naomi and told her of a kinsman, a rich man named Boaz. And Ruth begged her, pleaded, said, if you just let me go out, that I may find grace, that he would let me glean of the sheaves. She went out, humbled herself. She was earnest. She was what she desired to do what she could for Naomi and herself. And she felt grace in the sight of Boaz. And Boaz even brought her to the table. That's the same way, church, that God will do you and I. When we desire to just the glean of the sheaves, I don't have to be the biggest or the baddest. Children of God, I'm a nobody. But thanks, man, to God, I'm saved by a somebody, the only one that was able. And that's what makes us worthy. But when I desire to be closer to God, when I desire to know more of His Word, when I desire to have a true relationship with Him, then we'll find grace in His sight. Boaz didn't just let her glean off of the shoes. He brought her to the table where the reapers was, where the maids was, and he gave her the food to eat there. And then he told his reapers, then he told me, he said, drop handfuls of purpose, so that she may grab, that she may gather of that. Church for that young man right there, that young and that young and that young man. God be my helper to drop some handfuls of purpose that they would see the glorious works, that they would see the love of God and realize the refuge that there is in the Almighty God. That they would look past me, that they wouldn't see this man, 
But then they would see those handfuls of purpose. Out of that, Naomi and Ruth, they had an abundance. More than they needed, church. When we desire it, when we desire the refuge, when we desire to be close with Him, He'll give us more than children than we could ever imagine. Not the things that this world has to offer either. But it was mentioned this morning. A lot of times we count burdens as something to be sorry for about. Children, that's not. That is a privilege and an honor to be able to carry a burden. So we preach it gets heavy. We have refuge. Preacher, I can't do it, no, but we came through the refuge. When I leave me out of the way, and I solely put my confidence in the refuge, in God Almighty and Jesus Christ, His beloved Son, when I put my confidence in that, children, I have everything I need to carry a burden, to pray for young self-victims, to study the Word of God, to pray for the church, to pray for our lost people, children of God when we all get in the refuge. Elijah sought refuge in a cave, didn't he? He went a day's journey because he was scared. Jezebel, Mark Carver, sought his life because of what he done. And he thought he would seek refuge in that cave. Went a day's journey and went into the cave. And God come to him and called him out. Stood out, the winds blew, fire, the rocks, all that was there, but God wasn't in it. The refuge is in the salvation that God gives you and I. Why do you think David told him, said, Restore to me the joy of thy salvation? It ain't mine, children, but it's his that he gave to us free. There's a refuge in that. myself. I'm no better than Naomi. I'm no better than Peter or any of these others. As a matter of fact, I'm the least among God's people. As Paul wrote, I'm the chief among sinners. But this refuge we have children is perfect. It's never once failed us. It never failed them. But children, we have to come to a place in our own lives where we remember what it's like at the Father's house. Now I can't just repent whenever I want to. But when God draws, that's why, children, God delivered this morning. It's so important to hearken under the Word of God. That's why it's so important to seek refuge in Him when He bids us to come because it's not just when you and I choose. Our lost people, children, can't be saved whenever they want to. But when you and I carry a burden for them, when we take them to this refuge, when we seek refuge ourselves, and God draws them, they'll know that it's safe here. They'll know that I've thought a lot about it over the last couple of weeks. I know they mentioned it, but I did. I thought a lot about Trevor. And he just wanted to be a leader in front of his family. You know what, Trevor? I want to be a leader in front of your family too. Not because I'm anything, 
but to help you. Maybe to carry your burdens just a little bit. To encourage you. Mark, I want to help you. I want to be leader in front of your family. Danielle, your family. Each one of you is wife, preacher, so that they realize the refuge that's set before them. And that they would know the safety that there is in this refuge. That when the whole world is falling apart, when everything seems to buckle underneath my feet, there is one that is steadfast in my life, that is unmovable, and that is God Almighty. No matter what comes up against me, everything that comes against me, I can be steadfast in Him because He's never pursued me. I want these young men, these young ladies, and these babies to know. If they follow me, they're sure to fail. But I want them to see God in my life and realize that He is the refuge. And that in the hardest times of their life, if they'll like Ruth be, if they'll cleave to Him. Oh, thanks to Him to God. Church, we can cleave to the refuge. We can beg Him not to send us away. Not that it's His will to anyway, but that we can cleave to Him. That we can be steadfastly minded. That we can be rooted and grounded, church. And you want to know what will happen when we do? We'll start seeing objects come through the back doors. You know what we'll do? Objects we didn't know we had. People that we don't even know. We'll see them come out of an altar shouting the praises of God because of Him saving their souls. And you and I can rejoice in that. The same way that Ruth did up to Naomi as they went back. I thank you to God, children. She told her, she said, that where thou lodgest, I lodge. Where thou goest, I'll go. Thy people will be my people. Thy God will be my God. Children of God, she was steadfast in it. She was sure of this refuge. And Naomi was too. She knew if she'd just get back. Children of God, no matter what you're facing, maybe you're facing burdens, Maybe you're out of the will of God, but if you just get back to the Father's house, to the place of refuge, and seek Him out, why He may be found. Preacher, I don't believe that. I promise you this. I didn't talk to them rice and tell him what God had laid on my heart. He didn't me. But God sent His Word through His men. And I'm not saying I have to lift me up. Don't you think that? But God has sent His Word, how He sees fit, twice for a purpose. Children of God, she had one, and her husband died. And then both of her sons died together. He sent us warning, after warning, after warning, church, to hearken unto Him, to seek refuge in Him. But it's mine and your choices for what we do. The same as Naomi. She could have stayed there. She could have continued on. But she knew. She had heard. Children of God, I want us to understand something. The Word of God, as He delivers through His men, it may find you out differently than it does me. But God will send His Word and it will find its lodging place. It will not return void. Now what we do with it 
is up to us. We can accept the Word of God and seek refuge, or we can absolutely not hearken to the Word of God, and we can see things start being taken. Those objects, church, that we've been praying for, maybe some that God has just laid on your heart. How much do they mean to you? Children of God, we've got people we're praying for. You think I forgot about being bought as you sat back there, come up and ask the church for help. Have we forgot about that? Does it not mean nothing because it happened a couple months ago? What about our new converts, church? Are we just going to cast them aside and not try our best to help them in the refuge of God? What about one another? Even those of us, maybe some more than others, that season in the Word of God, that has been in this way a while. Are we to believe that we don't need to seek refuge anymore? Children of God, we've heard stories of it. I've borne witness of it. I am a living proof of carrying a burden for years. And look what God done. Children, it'll be His time. But throughout the whole process, we have to seek refuge. Naomi was down there for 10 years before her eyes was open and she remembered what it was like at Bethlehem Judea. She remembered what it was like back to have the bread, to have everything that was needed. Children of God, don't give up on them. Seek refuge. Say, preacher, I've carried it all I can. Well, you quit trying to carry it and take it to God and trust Him enough to realize that He will hear our prayer. Now we're going to have to face some things. Even in a shelter, you can still hear the storm going on outside, but you're safe. These things that's going to happen, church, that'll come shake us to the core. But we have to remember that we're safe. You realize that no matter what happens, what comes up against us, they may very well kill this flesh. But you know what they'll never do? They'll never take my soul because of what God does. If they take my life, I'm not saying that I want it. God knows I want to be there for my family. But if it took me laying out my life for one of your loved ones, do I trust the refuge enough to trust Him through it? That He'll take care of my family. That He'll answer. That He'll protect and keep. Children, these folks back in these days was actually home. They was beat. They was killed. But what did they do through it all? They trusted in the one that they knew would never, ever lead them astray. Stephen fell asleep as they stoned him to death. Peter wouldn't even be crucified the same as Christ. He told them to crucify him upside down. John the Baptist was beheaded for preaching the Word of God. Children, in the day and hour we live in, we're not facing things like they did. We're facing things differently. But you want to know what's never changed? We're serving the same God that they did. Children, that is something we can have refuge in. We can trust in that. Because He'll never leave us, never forsake us, 
and will never have to face anything alone. The same as Naomi. We'll face things. But just remember, it was preached the other Sunday, I believe it was, to stir up the gifts for you and I to covet the best gifts. Us just to trust Him in church no matter what we face. Let God do the work and we'll see results. We'll see profit with power, I believe is what the Word of God says. Children of God, no matter what you're facing, see blessings. Amen. I don't know not one person's heart. I don't preach. I'm not up here trying to get somebody to move because of me. But I'll say this, if the Word of God has found you out, has called you out, would you come? What a place it is to be sheltered in the arms of God. Man, I get scared sometimes. I get weak. It seems dim sometimes. But then I remember who I'm serving. I remember the one that is right there with me always, even until the end of the earth. Children of God, when everybody else may turn their back on me, I've still got God. And if I've got Him, I've got everything I need. If this has found you out, would you come? Then you come on. I love this church. Won't you to know that? Didn't say anything to be mean. But church, it's time to get serious. I love you. Isaac was a preacher. How many times, just like a limbley, people, a little bit of famine, a little bit of trouble comes down the house of God and they run off. Run off. See, he run off and, and the next thing you know, they started being plenty over in the land he just left. He could have fed his family. I don't know what his sons died from. They might have lived. But he took off running. Took his whole family off down into a place where they didn't belong. It's happened. And there's people that's left this very church right here. I believe right on the brink of seeing their objects saved. Right on the brink of seeing things happen in their lives. I've seen it happen in many other churches. Right when God's getting ready to bless. And right when they's getting ready to be plenty. They pack up their little things and they go another way. God help us not to do that. It'll cost you. It'll cost you. We better stay right where God's put us. And we better go through these things. Because God's able to get us through the famines. He will get us through the famines. I appreciate the Word of God tonight. I thank the Lord for, for what He sent. And, and just like what, what we preached this morning was the same thing that got preached tonight. You can go off into a far country and you're going to lose some things. You go against what God tells you to do and He's going to take some things from your life and mine. I appreciate the, 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 the love and mercies of God though. He'll allow us to come back. He'll allow us to get back in a good country. I appreciate the word tonight. I thank, I thank the Lord for Isaac. Uh, not just because he's my son-in-law but I, I appreciate him for what he's standing for. God's growing him in this word and he's using him in it. And I just encourage him to, to keep his heart and his life uh, right where it's at and just keep following the Lord. 
It's a good way. Uh, it gets hard sometimes, but it's a good way.